0: welcome to the major magic show i am your host stephanie major and this is episode 11 of the podcast we are gonna talk about my dating life today somehow someway this has become the most listened to topic on my podcast and i get it i understand it relationships breakups dating, flings, meeting new people. It's juicy stuff, so I completely understand. I'm gonna go there today. It's been about a month since I updated you on this topic, and oh yes, there are updates. But first, a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that I was going to be starting to release bonus episodes, and I still am. I have two that are recorded that are ready to go. One of them I interviewed one of my closest friends in the entire world. His name is Dan Demsky, and he is uber authentic and uber intentional and so heartfelt, and he's a crazy, awesome entrepreneur. So I have a conversation with him. That's gonna be coming out. And, 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 ooh, loading. okay. I also recorded a sacral chakra activation. Now, our sacral chakra is our pleasure center. It's the chakra that is responsible for our sensuality, our sexuality, our enthusiasm about life, and yes, creativity and our relationship to others and our relationship to self, our emotions. But hear this. When I was recording that activation, some sensual goddess-like being took me over, okay? came into my body, speaking out of my mouth for me, and it is, whoa, it's activating, it's sensual, it's sexy. Now I am just on my knees praying every day for the courage to release it. I stand by it because I know what it will do for others. I know what it did for myself. It's just taking just a little a little gutsy, a little courage, a little bravery to be able to push that publish button. So pray along with me because I, you, the collective, will be better when our sacral chakras are activated, right? Of course we all will be. So that's coming soon, we hope, we pray. Cross the fingers and toes. Dating life, oh man. Okay, it has been a month. You can go back. There's a couple episodes I did. My relationship status and then I did one about deeper dating. And I talk about a moment I had a month ago where I met a guy from Toronto. How crazy, right? That I'm here upside down in Argentina in Buenos Aires and going out. And the guy that I meet, and I. to be fair, I've met a lot of people, but... A guy that I met from Toronto, we go out for dinner. And to me, this is just two new homies meeting up, having some sushi, having a good time, not a big deal. And halfway through that date, he looks at me and he says, you know, I wasn't expecting this to be a date, but it really feels like it. And I want you to know I'm having a great time. Oh, okay, sir. So this young guy that I thought it was some 20 year old friend from new friend from canada ended up being just like this super cool 36 year old man who was just super interesting and kind and gentle and sweet and hilarious and adventurous and is and was all the things and i say was because i knew very early on that this person had a plane ticket home and he left this week It was an interesting experience because I didn't feel ready to start dating and am not ready to be in a relationship. But I knew that that someday will come and I need to be tippy-toeing, stepping back into that world. And I felt really unclear of how that would feel or what that would look like. And the the universe stepped in and she was like, Listen, sweetheart, you don't have to worry about that because I'm gonna put you on a surprise date. You don't have to set the date up. It's just gonna happen and you're gonna have a good time and you're gonna see how it feels. So that's what it was. I went on this, felt like a date. He walked me home. He was a super gentleman and sweet and hugged me and made sure I got in okay. And then we continued to hang out. And it was very casual but also very clear that he was interested in me. And I think back because before I met him, when I knew, okay I, okay, Steph, you're gonna need to do this one day, I started to pray. And when I say pray, I really, I'm talking about manifest, call in, ask for, declare. I was taking intentional time to call in someone. And I wasn't calling in a soulmate. I wasn't calling in a next relationship. What I was calling in is, hey, universe, you know it would feel really good? Can you send me someone who will make dipping my toe back into this easy and safe and patient, and I don't know if I already said it, but with ease, like I just need ease with this. And the more that I spent time with this person, the more that I would meet with him and, and have fun adventures and have romantic moments, It was so clear, like, oh my goodness, this is what I called in. This is exactly what I asked for because he gave me so much space. And I didn't ask for it. I didn't have to say, hey, listen, I need space. I need you to be easy. I need you to go gentle. I need to go slowly. I think he's really perceptive and maybe that's just a natural part of his personality. But throughout all of our time together, I felt... Safe. I felt like I had space. I felt like there was no rush. And yet at the same time, I felt very beautiful and appreciated and crushed on and liked. It's so nice that it didn't have to be moving at a quick pace for me to still feel like a desired woman. It was both. And so we started, you know, spending time together and seeing things in the city and going to restaurants we heard of and visiting parks and strolling through markets and art museums and new neighborhoods and eating ice cream and... I I really didn't know how I would feel. I was scared. I was scared to be intimate at all with anyone and that, that was because of a lot of things. For me, when I start a relationship, especially the relationship that I was in last year, when I go all in, it's like every cell of my being is believing that this is the person that I'm gonna be with, I'm never gonna date again, this is it. This is who I end up with. And so it's taking me time, it's taking a process to start creating a new story, to start believing, yes, I know you believed that this was the person you were gonna be with, and that is no longer true. And now you are free to create and to meet and to design what the future looks like in a romantic way. And so that's taking a process and just a couple other things from last year and the dynamic of our relationship. Like I am, and or I was scared to be intimate with someone. I was scared to hold hands with someone. And you know, I've been dating for more than half my life. And to be afraid, to be like, is this the date where he holds my hand? You know, felt unusual. And here I had this person who was just super chill. And when he would walk me home at the end of the night, there was never this pressure, this expectation that he would come up. So I got to feel and experience my way through Spending time one on one with a guy in a flirty way, and then eventually holding hands and kissing and letting someone hold me, sleep in the same bed as someone, which was so weird. I don't know. I have, maybe some people find it easier, and I can't remember if I've always been this way. I probably have been, but just being in the same bed as someone new is such a strange experience. It's You know, I can't starfish, I have less space, the other person is making noises, maybe they're snoring loudly, I don't know, maybe I just made that part up, maybe that is the true experience that I just had, but it got easier. It was weird and I hated it and then it got easier. And then I started to remember why people choose to partner up and why people choose to spend time in a connected way like that. It brought those things back to me I never future-tripped with this person, and I knew he was leaving, so I never future-tripped. I never thought about, well, what would happen after this month, or what would this life with this person look like, or what would a relationship be like, or do we want the same things, or where is he going, and where am I going? I didn't do any of that. I really just enjoyed, not just, I really enjoyed the time we spent together, and I didn't look past that day. I didn't even think about the next day, or the next date, or would he ask me out again, or would I see him next week. No, it was always about the moment, and getting comfortable with being close to someone, and enjoying my time, and laughing, and being myself again. And it felt really good, but it also was interesting, because I, I don't know if, it's, if I protected my heart, or if it just wasn't the right time, but what, for whatever reason, I know that my heart didn't allow itself to fully open and I think that's okay I think that's natural and I think it's a process of learning like what is it like to travel to these places to these countries and you know there are people that are coming in and then they're leaving and when I'm staying here longer already friends that have come in and have gone and are leaving and I'm here and how much do we open ourselves up to that because there is an ending and there is a strong possibility that I might never see some of these people again. So it was, it was exactly what I asked for. It was exactly what I needed. He did start to get sad about two weeks before he was leaving and I probably could have done a better job at holding space for those feelings. I did much better near the end, but I really shared with him like, yeah, but the end is coming, that's, that's unavoidable. Let's enjoy our time now, let's have as much fun and bliss and joy and play as we can. And he got on board with that, but there'd be the mention of the leaving and I noticed that he got sad and I didn't feel it. Even when there was a week left, I'm like cool, a whole week, like so much can happen in a week. And then it was half a week and we started spending more time together, started spending the last few nights together and doing the things on his list that he wanted to do before he left, going on nice dates and drinking nice bottles of wine and sharing steaks and sitting on park benches with my head on his shoulder. And then it was the day before he was leaving and I felt the sadness and it was weird to think, oh, he's leaving, he's leaving tomorrow. And it was more than just, oh, this person that I've been dating is leaving and I'm sad because I can't go on dates anymore. It was this, oh, wow, I'm in this far place and someone that I really look forward to. You know, he felt, yes, romantic, but really like a friend, too. I would choose to be friends with this person. And it was easy and, and free to like open up to him and share with him and talk about myself with him. And here I am. You know, at first thinking that it's harder to be the one that leaves because he has to get into the car, he has to wave goodbye, then he has to get on a plane and he leaves. He leaves here. And then the day before I realized, oh, he's going back to a world that I don't exist in. A world with all of his family, all of his friends, his routine, his life, his things. And I am here, still alone in a new world in a city that we made so many memories in. There are so many parts of the city that if I go there, I could point out and go, hey, this is what me and Toronto Guy did here. And so it felt... Then it was like, wait, this is so much harder on me. How did that happen? And I got sad. And I'm glad that I did because it's so nice when we allow ourselves to be sad when the person is still there. There was a time in my life where... I really only allowed myself to comfort me. I didn't trust other people. I didn't want to get my feelings hurt by being vulnerable and not having someone make the choice to comfort me, so I did it all myself and it was really lonely and I started to come to a place in my life where I really wanted to let people in. I wanted to let people love me because I deserve it and you deserve it. And so I realized that with connection, with letting people love you, We must make the choice that they can comfort us in our feelings. So I started to be vulnerable and I started to share with people hoping that they would comfort me. And every time I would get vulnerable and I would let someone in, I felt disappointed. I don't feel better, I don't think they did this right. I feel let down, I'm disappointed. My expectations have not been met. And I sat with that and I got really clear that I didn't even know myself how i wanted to be comforted i didn't even know what my own tools were for soothing so how could anyone else be there for me in an effective way so i started to really explore myself and create that list what do i like okay i like to take a breath with someone i like to be held i like to be in nature. I like to go for a walk. I like to brainstorm for solutions. I like to just be heard. I like when someone holds space. And so now when I have feelings and I said to Toronto guy, there's probably gonna be a time tonight when I get sad and I'll probably cry and I would really like it if you just held me, if you just gave me the space to release my emotions and just and just hold me through it. That was me, that was me using my list, using the things that I know and asking for it. So sure enough, softy major, later that night we're laying in bed, we're talking about our memories, all the things that we did and I started to cry. And he did exactly what I asked him to do. And so I got what I needed and I got it out and I got to be comforted and held and it felt so good. And then it was our last day and we spent the day walking through the city, having a coffee, trying a new lunch spot, eating one of our favorite things to eat together, which is choripan. It's like this sausage sandwich. It's so good. Choripan. Okay, back to the task. Back to the topic. So that's what we did, and then watched him pack up his stuff, and, and then it was time. And suddenly, it's a month later, and we're standing in my living room and he's ordering an Uber on his phone and we're rolling his luggage out into my elevator and going downstairs and standing in front of the building and the car pulls up and he puts his stuff in the car and he runs back to me and he hugs me and he squeezes me and he kisses me and he says, I'll see you later. And he gets in the car and then then I stand behind my little gate with my arm through the gate, through the holes waving, watching him drive away. I don't know if I'll ever see this person again because we met in a random place at a random time. We are going in different directions. We have both unclear, unknown futures ahead of us and we've had a romantic connection so that makes it challenging when new partners come into our lives. It's different than having a guy friend, it's different and that's just the reality it's just the fact of life so i may never see and really have a friendship with this person and that's sad and that means letting go and i like i could not be more grateful it was it, like i said it it was everything that i needed it was that stepping he was that bridge that bridge from just total brokenheartedness to feeling a little bit better to then stepping into the next phase because I like romantic feelings. I like feeling cherished by a partner, by a person that I'm dating and he gifted that to me and he reminded me of how safe someone can be. There was this thing that he did one night where I know for him he would never label himself as a great communicator and he would probably put my communication skills way above his. But it doesn't really matter where you are in your skill set, there's always stuff to learn from others, and he taught me such a valuable thing about communication, such a valuable reminder. I don't remember where we were, I think we were sitting on the couch and I was sharing something with him, a personal thing, a deep thing, and I was sharing with him, maybe telling him a story, maybe telling him a truth about myself, I paused to let him speak and he looked at me and he said, "You know, I don't have the the right words right now. I'm not sure how to fill up this space with the right words." And the reminder is that, yeah, you know, sometimes we don't have the words and instead we let long pauses or we fumble around or we make up words or we try to fill the space and that never feels right or authentic because it's not the truth. And the person might feel very alone in sharing their feelings. I could have felt very alone and very rejected if he was silent, if he was trying to say something that wasn't real for him. But instead he gave me the exact truth. I don't I don't know how to respond. And that is the perfect response. It's just the honesty. It's the honesty that I appreciated. It's the honesty that made me feel connected to him. Sometimes and always, the truth is what needs to be said. Twice lately, you know, I've been in Alabama and my friend had left to go back to Toronto and I'd spent a lot of time with her, four months, and I was feeling really alone and really sad. And on that weekend, I created this podcast I felt my feelings, but I also dove into creation. And then on Monday, when Tio Guy left, and I was feeling lonely, and I was feeling sad, I felt my feelings for a night, and then I dove into creation. And I've been having this idea of creating this full moon event. I want to be around people, And so that's what I did. I just dove into creation. Instead of having this idea in my head, I just created. And so now on May 4th at 8 p.m., I'm hosting a whole bunch of people on Zoom and I'm gonna take them through a full moon ceremony and an energy release. It's what I normally do for my one-on-one clients. But now I'm gonna be doing it in a group. And so the last few days I've been making that. the page for it, the Zoom link, the assets that I needed, but I put this thing that was an idea into existence. And I think that's like such a cool thing. That's such a cool thing that I'm learning, that pattern that I'm seeing, that when I feel those things, I can fill up that space with creation. And it doesn't mean ignoring my feelings, because I'm still feeling my feelings. I'm still pausing and assessing, but I'm using that to fuel new and of course it is the new moon today so that is helping and if you want to be part of my full moon experience everyone is welcome i have guys signed up i have girls signed up i have people signed up i have humans signed up so if you want to come go to majormagic.ca forward slash full moon it's absolutely free it's complimentary I want to put on a show. I want to put on an experience. I want to be connected with others. I want to be feeling that full moon energy. I want to be releasing together. I want to be expressing my gifts. Come and join me. Check out my Instagram if you feel called to watch the adventures of my life. It's Major Magic 33. Thanks for listening. We will talk soon. Hopefully you see a sacral activation in your podcast inbox feed soon. Later.